Hello, and welcome to the Title Pending Podcast. I am your host, Listen Every Week. My name is Willow, um, and I have guests, kinda, sorta. Say hi. Hello, podcast. It's me again. <laughs> we love that, don't we? Every single fucking week. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but she is via FaceTime call, via quarantine, um, and um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about fan fiction. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're at that point of quarantine. We have gotten to the point where um, we are risking faulty internet and. Um, you know, our our sanity at this point, and our reputations, maybe, by talking about the fanfiction. Did you just crack your fucking knuckles into the microphone? Sorry! <laughs> <laughs> Some ASMR for you before we get started? It had to be done. So, do, so would you like to start? I don't know where to start. There's so much to talk about. So, we were both avid in reading and writing fanfiction for quite a bit. Um... Why just don't? With the expo- exposing real quick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why don't we just start with what fandom it was? For me, it was Panic at the Disco. That was my first fandom I read about, and that was 2012. Are we talking reading or writing? Just like an ex- like an exposure, like your first exposure to what fan fiction was. Okay, my. F- Pretty Little Liars, just because there was so much of it. Mm. Pretty Little Liars. Um, and, yeah. Because fan theories were a thing which led to fan plots, which led to fan fiction, and then blah blah blah. Mm. Yeah. I noticed a lot of, like, okay, yours makes sense, because <laughs> it was a TV show. These were fake mm-hmm. people. And, like, you know, people rewrite endings and stuff to a plot all the time. They, like, give their, you know, they add their own little spice to it. Because, you know, everybody's a fucking critic and everybody wants, you know, what they want. So they're going to write it so they can have that. Whether it's well-written or not, that's, you know, for them to decide. But, for me, they were real people. (laughs) I mean, mine very quickly went to real people because it was in love with the characters to the actors. Right, but, like, I started with a, a band, which, like, I mean, okay, it, it exists in, like, every every fandom. Like, there's fan fiction for everything, but, like, the first one I read, what was the first one I read? That was, like, we were talking about it earlier, the first full-length one that I read, like, <laughs> like beyond full-length was The Heart Rate of a Mouse, which is... An AU where, you know, they're 70s rock stars and, you know, everybody that's in, like, their friend group has a fucking role in it. Um, and it's dramatic as hell, but it reads like a real story, you know? You want to talk dramatic as hell? My favorite sentence that I found, I highlighted it, I hope it's still here. Oh, it's not. No. (laughs) Never mind. Oh, yes, I did. Mac. (laughs) Please do. Black hair flops to cover his left eye. That's right. Hide, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hide, you bastard. About Pete Wentz, I presume. <laughs> Dude, his character in that book is a piece. He sounds like a dick. He's a piece of shit. And I love it because he is so pretentious. Okay, we won't have to talk about my distaste for Pete Wentz. We don't have to do that. <laughs> because he's an incredible songwriter and an incredible artist. Like, I won't put that. But, like, he's so fucking. He's such a dick. Like, why? <laughs> I'm sure he's grown out of it, but, like, he's, I don't know. He's a piece of shit. I don't, I don't know. I'm just not, not a fan of his personality. Um, don't think we would get along as people, but I admire his work. Um, so many Follow Boy fans are listening, because most of my friends are Follow Boy. Like, most people who, like, listen to the podcast are fans of Follow Boy, because, you know, that's how we met. It was like we were friends, because we liked Panic in the Disco. We liked Follow Boy. Although, I'm sure they can agree to some extent, that, like, they're not what they used to be, neither band is, but that's a whole other podcast, though. (laughs) But how did you, how did you get into writing it? People weren't writing what I wanted to read. I, like, it was purely a for me thing, Mm. because I remember reading one, (coughs) like, I just, I remember searching for hours through 
I didn't know that multiple fanfiction websites were a thing. First of all, I only knew of Wattpad because that's what my friends used. So I searched for hours through Wattpad through crappy fanfictions. And like, if it was a... When it was short or it never continued. And I was like, Mm. you know what? I'm frustrated. I'm going to write my own. And Mm. that's... It all stemmed from frustration. I mean, when you think about it, that's how all fanfictions, like... Yes, David, I know. That's, like, that's where it all comes from, I think. Like, you know, the original comes from, you know, whatever. The, like, the the original work. And then someone's like, okay, I don't like this, I'm gonna write something else. And then people are reading that, and they're like, okay, but I would do it this way. And then they do something similar. And then it just keeps going. And it's great, and it's fantastic, and I love that it stems... Some of it is so bad. (laughs) A lot of it is so bad. Why?! Like, I don't want to stem anybody's creativity at all, ever. Like, obviously. Fair. But. Well, am I kink-shaming? Is that what this is? I don't think. Mm, maybe a little bit. <laughs> I don't want to. Like, that's not my, Like, the milk fic, for instance. Oh, there it is. She like, said the words. <laughs> I mean, there are, there are a few I could go into, but the one-shots where it's, like, so grotesque. Mm-hmm. For no reason other than, you know, shock value, I guess. Especially because it's written by kids, usually. Yeah, I mean, a like, lot of them are actually, like, the one, like, The Heart Rate of a Mouse is written by, like, a full-ass woman. <laughs> and you can mm-hmm. tell, because it's, like, well-written. Yeah. But, like, yeah, most of them are written by fucking teenagers who, like, go on thesaurus.com and look at, like, look at the words for horny or something, and, like... That's exactly what I did, though, so, like... Same! I was like, how do I make this better? Because, like, I mean, okay. Again, with the, like, not stemming creativity. Obviously, I wouldn't be the same person I am now if I didn't write and read fanfiction, but... Yeah. I didn't know what the hell I was talking about when I was writing. Nope. (laughs) And you you can tell in a lot of cases that it, like, no one really knows what they're saying. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. I thought like, I was the most genius writer mm-hmm. in the world, and I, and, oh, oh god, it's so bad. <laughs> like, I just, I can't believe that I used to show that to my friends and be like, look what I did. Like, I was proud of it. Oh my god, mine, the, the one that, like, I wrote, I wrote when I was at the peak of my internet fame, so, <laughs> I was about 12, <laughs> 12 or 13. Yikes. Um... And it was a self-insert Panic at the Disco fanfiction, and it was, the main intent of it was not to have a story, but to name drop as many people as I possibly could. I wanted so, I put Paramore in there, I put All Time Low in there, I put My Chemical Romance in there, and oh my, why? Why? I put Fall Out Boy in there at one point. Like, everybody had a role, everybody had some, like, it was so ridiculous and like I would send it back and forth with my friend who um you know wrote her own and you know we would pretty much just rewrite each other's fan fictions with like different words like we were getting ideas like back and forth from each other but they were like the same tropes that you read and everything else yeah because we were 12 like this was on kick like we wrote them in our in our notes on our ipod touches and sent them via kick and screenshots like it was a time, dude. <laughs> I never got into self-insert stuff because I could never get past the the your name part. Oh no, I put my like, name in it. Oh, yeah, I was a character. <laughs> I was okay. it, Willow was a character. She was a full fledged eighteen year old, um, and I wrote again. I wrote this at the age of twelve. <laughs> One two baby. I think the the premise was, whoa. Hello, microphone. What's going on here? Why are you buzzing? Why are you buzzing? Hello? Okay. That was weird. Anyway, um, I, (laughs) I, you know, where was I going with that? What was I saying? Before I was so rudely interrupted? I, okay, when I wrote this, I was 12 years old. And, okay, well, yeah, she, 
I don't remember what the plot was. I think she had won a contest and, like, got to go on tour with them and open for them. Been there, read that. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, they were the judges. And it was a tour with, originally, it was a tour with My Chemical Romance and Panic at the Disco. Which, like, hello, dream fucking lineup. And they were looking for what, David? They were looking for an opener, and they, of course, went to fucking Boston, Massachusetts to decide who the opener was going to be via talent competition. What the fuck? Via, like, mall talent show competition, I think. I think this is how this started. I believe. It's a poor connection. Can you hear me? All right. Technical difficulties 101. Please excuse. We're reconnecting. (laughs) Bro, frick. We calling her back, ladies. Ladies, they's gays. <laughs> oh, this is, this sucks. I'm gonna stop recording. Hold on. Hold, please. I don't remember. <laughs> cool. Um, me either. So I, I'm trying to remember the plot of mine, I think. She wins a contest, and she goes on tour. She's an incredibly talented musician, because I was 12, and I wanted to be a musician at the time, obviously. So, um, that's what I did. (laughs) I decided, you know what, I'm gonna screen record this. Maybe I can actually use this and put it on Patreon to test it out, if you don't mind. (laughs) I just want to see if I can, like, somehow match the audio with the video, um... You know? So I'm gonna screen record to see if this is gonna, like, be a thing that happens. What is this? Dark mode. And I'll put it. Microphone on. And we'll see how that goes. Um. <clears throat> anyway. Um. Yeah, I was trying to figure out how to impress Brendan Yuri. I say I as in my character, because that's what I, I wanted in real life. And I lived vicariously through this character, and Brendan Neary became my character's boyfriend. Now, um, they go on tour, but, like, she's also very depressed, which was, like, you know, it was a reflection of who I was at the age of 12, but having an 18-year-old act like a 12-year-old does when they're depressed is not good in fact it is you know super traumatic i think to a lot of people reading but most of the people reading were also you know very similar to me going through very similar circumstances um you know i had a very specific audience and i was like okay david what and i you know i had like a i had a target and it was me at 12 yeah and you know people liked it but it was like so no if i were to hi if i were to i'm not gonna smoke this near him um hi buddy hello honey if i were to write that now people would you know call the police on me probably yeah um but that was my first one and it was really long and i don't even think i finished it And then I wrote a different one where it was a high school, uh, all AU, if you will. AU. Yeah. Hi. But that was my history with that. Those are the only two I wrote, though. Like, I didn't, yeah, I didn't write, I didn't read, I read quite a bit. Didn't write anymore. Could never live up to the heart rate of a mouse. I wrote a bunch of, like, little ones, but, like, my, I only had two, Obviously. Because I'm the most genius 13-year-old there. Of course. I think I know more about Pretty Little Um, Liars than you do, genius. Exactly. (laughs) I was that child. It's awful. (laughs) Um, But what was the plot? Then after I got bored with that one, I wrote the Blackfield Brides one. Good boy. Specifically Andy and Juliet, actually. They were just kind of background characters. 
But I need I need the plot. You know, and that's how we that's how we get into the the the, the time of writing about real people. Mm. Yep. E. But tell me the plot of the Pretty Little Liars one. I need to know how did how was Pretty Little Liars not owning up to what you wanted to read? So it was the I think it was the break in C in the fall. C like the the way that it always worked was that there was um like a spring season and then no yeah wait <laughs> the season would start in the summer like maybe july-ish and it would go until september okay and then where most shows do like a christmas episode episode in the in the in the break between to like hold people over they did a halloween episode over here um, and I'm pretty sure it was the break between season 4A and the Halloween episode. No, 5A? Something there. Whatever. I remember what the plot was, not that this was. At this point, the world had just found out that Ezra was A. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the thing. And I was like, I knew it. I called it. I love him. But he couldn't be trusted. It was either going to be him or Arya. And I knew it. Blah, blah, blah. So... And we were left on a cliffhanger. The only thing we saw was him putting on the hoodie in the mirror, and then the closet door closed, and then that was the end for the first part of the season, and everybody was like, uh, excuse me? Mm-hmm. And so I wrote what I thought was going to happen afterwards-ish, mm. kind of. There was, a, there was a lot of gray area, because like I didn't exactly like how he was revealed either, so I wrote about how Arya found out, and I wrote about how the rest of the girls reacted, and I wrote about her still being in love with him, regardless of the fact that he was a because i wanted them to be endgame and I'm... you wanted Arya and ezra to be endgame is that what you just said to me yep my xbox <laughs> gamer tag is ezra b26 <laughs> change it because it costs money to change it it costs money that's fucking stupid yeah well add her on xbox guys <laughs> sure but but yeah no it's like it was just i needed to get my ideas out and I had told them to all the friends that I knew, and I needed more people to know what mm. I was thinking about what was going to happen. And so I was like, yeah, I'll type it. People See? Will read it Fandoms bring people together. So there is a positive aspect to this. True. And you're not writing about real people yet, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to leave? Because I'm pretty sure I ended up writing about... Oh, I must have deleted them. I gotta let my cat out of my room. Hold, please. So you're not writing about real people yet. Right, How old are you at this point? Yet. Um, I think eventually I did, but I must have deleted them because I'm pretty sure I wrote one about Lucy and Ian. I read a lot of them, that's for sure. But yikes. Yeah. Well, because they used to do um, what were they called? Ustreams. They used to do Ustreams all the time, and they would answer fan questions, and they would talk about like how they would read the fan fictions together, and it was funny. And I was like, I want them to read my fan fiction on a Ustream. And so I wrote one, but I guess it doesn't exist anymore. I mean... Which probably, thank God, but... <laughs> did people ship them? Oh, yeah. Oh! Like, in yeah. real life? Yeah, because they were hanging out all the time. I still think they dated at some point. Oh, they had to have. I mean, she wasn't off. actually 16, right? It, no. Okay, she was, well... Oh, God, what is her age difference? Hang on. I need to know. <laughs> Your age difference IRL. No idea. Ian Harding... The man that I loved is currently 33, and Lucy Hale is currently 30. Okay, so not not bad at all. They're only I three years apart. Karen. They're only three years apart? Yeah. She played a 16-year-old when she was how old? Alright, let's see. Um, oh, I used to know this. What, so what like 24? Premiered, hang on, hang on. 2010 was when the show premiered, I believe. So she was, that. that's what, exactly 10 years, 10 ago. years ago? So she... 20. Was 23. No, she's uh, 30 now. Sorry, she's 20. She was 20. Um, he was 23. Um, which means that Troyan, Troyan's the oldest... She was, hang on, Shay Mitchell, Emily, 
was 22. Ashley Benson was also 20. And then Troyan was 24. And Sasha was 13. She was, she was 24 playing a 16-year-old. Okay. And Sasha was 13. Who the fuck is Sasha? Allison. <laughs> LOL! <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> you know, I know why. I think I know why. Why? They didn't need her as much in the beginning because she didn't have, like, as much screen she didn't time. Exist. No, yeah. so they could afford to use a kid. Yeah. They were probably gonna use kids for the rest of them, but they can't because of child labor laws. Yeah, but it's freeform, and it, it dealt with very adult content. Adult content, but, like, for the time. So, like, I don't think... Because how old was Kristen Stewart during Twilight? 18. Oh, alright, fine. I think, <laughs> actually, no, that's not true. Kristen Stewart, age 2008. Hello? Hey, Siri. <laughs> you didn't even say... Hey, Siri. You're plugged in. Come on. Hey, Siri. Fucking. I got it. How old is she now? I'm surprised I never wrote Twilight fanfiction. I think I read it once. Oh, I definitely have read it. She's 29 now. She was 17 when they were filming. Oh, so I was close. Yeah. Yes, but there's a vast oh. difference between 17 and 13. Robert was 21. Oh! <laughs> and they were dating, weren't they? No, I think she, I think she had turned 18 already. Alright. Still gross, because they met when she was 17. But, times were different also. Like, no one mm-hmm. back then saw that as no predatory. Yeah. Even though it kind of is, but like we, we don't have to talk about it. Um, <laughs> anyway. So your Blackville Brides fanfiction. What, what was your plot there? I gotta know. This, the, wait. How many reads does this have now? 5,000, 5.2k. Okay, so, like, of relative... Amongst this What pad fame yes. for of the relative, black... relative, like, importance. Yes. That was about Not as many followers I had on Instagram at the time. It was, like, 4,000, 5,000. Um. It had 31 chapters. Okay. Um. Read me the summary. No. <laughs> just a summary. We won't have to read any more of it. I just no, want to know the plot. The worst part. But I need a plot then. So, Andy Biersack, mm-hmm. the love of my life at the time. This was 2014. Um, Which makes you how old? 13. Okay. Um, well, love of my life. I still think that man is incredibly attractive, but that's. Oh, he's I'm, beautiful. Um, <laughs> was dating Juliet Sims. Mm. I also loved her. Because I had seen her on The Voice. <laughs> um, mm, and yeah. so they were just dating at the time. Like, they, had, they hadn't just started dating, but they were pretty close because they met at Warped Tour a couple years before. So, Which, um, didn't you also, like, say that before they had actually officially I said sure that that's did, how baby. they met? Uh, in the fanfiction somewhere, it says <coughs> that plot line where they met at Warped Tour. Because she was, like, she, she used to, like go to certain dates and just play at any random tent before she'd get kicked out. Like, she wasn't actually on the tour until Kevin Lyman was like, hey, kid, you want to join the tour? And she was like, yeah. So she joined the tour. But that's what I wrote. I Like, that That fact was known. Like, that, yeah. I didn't make that up. Um, and so I wrote that they met that way, that he was like, who's the new kid, and blah, 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 blah. And that's exactly what happened, which they revealed after. And I was like, uh, did I just? And then, years later... Fan fiction is done. I have stopped reading. I have stopped writing. They get married. And I was like, oh, I called it. I called it. You wrote that they got married before that they before they were even engaged. Before they were even, like, before there was even an inclination of them get, before they had pets together. Like, before they were even really, really dating. So, but anyway, plot summary. Um, Juliet goes missing because I had a hard on for like mysteries and can you say that again what can you say that again I want that to be the title of the podcast uh, what hard on for mysteries yes <laughs> <laughs> um anyway she goes missing and it's Andy's job to go find her he makes it his thing he goes to the police and the police aren't helping he's like the police aren't helping and so he's brooding he goes literally the most brooding and he goes to find her now mm. here's the where it gets 
the fun part. Um, I hated Ashley Purdy with my whole soul. Okay. For Why? no reason. Okay. Okay. At least you were honest. Like he, he, he didn't really do anything wrong. He was always kind of creepy, but like he thinks he's still in the '80s, being a hair metal rock star when everybody else is living in the 2000s. When you can't hit on girls that are underage. Anyway. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. I see what you mean. Got it. No so he is like he a turd. Did that, but like, but he seems does. like he would. Exactly. Okay. So, um, regardless, I just didn't like him. So the big reveal of like the first two chapters is that he did it. He he is he is the villain, and so this whole book is him chasing is Andy chasing down Ashley, and thus Juliet, and trying to find whatever whatever whatever, and <clears throat> it literally ended. I don't think I ever ended it. I. <laughs> The last update I did, because I had this whole plot, the problem was I didn't have the whole plot. I had the beginning and a good chunk of the mystery and how I wanted it to end. There was nothing in the middle, so I was just pulling it out of my ass nice. every time. Right, and I got bored. And so I kind of just, like, I didn't know I was going to end it here, but the last thing I have updated is it's been like three years. Andy is, is done with the chase. He can't find her. He thinks she's dead. So, he tries to, you know, the thing that, like... Kill himself. Is, he yeah, tries that. to kill himself. <laughs> I'm recording a podcast! Please go away! That was the last thing. That was the last thing I updated. You are an asshole. Yes, I am. I'm the worst. You're an asshole. Holy fuck. You ended it. I had another real people one. I was really into the band. You ended this fan fiction in the peak of when people were reading fan fictions, which is like 2014. 16. 16? Holy shit. Yep. Maybe. Okay. So, maybe not. But there's a. I mean, obviously they still are because you got a shit ton of reads. Mm-hmm. You ended that. Yep. With an attempted suicide cliffhanger. Yeah, I did. Sorry. Oh, God. Um, I did. You gotta update it. I'm not gonna update it. You need to update it. You need to give the people what they ask. Yes! Dude, it's the comeback story of a lifetime. You know what? I might. We'll do it together eventually. It'll be fine. Anyway. I did write another Real People one, but I think it's not on my Wattpad. It doesn't exist anymore, but... Who was it? The reason I got bored was because I got bored of Black Belt Brides. Mm, that's fair. In total. I didn't really, because they were always, like, a thing that I liked, and I still had the posters, and I still go to concerts, whatever. They're but horrible I, live, dude. I know, I don't want to talk about it. Um, Trash. But I developed a deep, deep obsession with Miss Ash Costello of New Year's Day. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> this is the same year that I dyed my hair to look like hers. Mm, okay. Which, when anybody asked, I told them it was because of Harley Quinn, because nobody knew who Ash Costello was. But, um, which technically it was, because hers was after, whatever. So, I just, I developed a really, really deep obsession, which turned into a crush, which turned into a, oh my god, I want to, like, hug you. Which you and got I, to. like, what? Which you got to. I can get to. Mm-hmm. Um... But the <laughs> the uh, the reason that I had gotten into Ash Costello was because after Black Veil Brides came Motionless and White, and I loved Motionless and White. I still do sometimes, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, and I watched the Angel Eyes music video, and my life changed. <laughs> I was like, wow. Oh, I know that video. Yeah. For those who don't know that video, um, who's in it? Chris Motionless? Ray is motionless. Alright, so if you... Dude, if you were an emo kid in the year... 2016. Yep. You know who these people are. In some form or another. Whether it's because they were in an issue of Alternative Press Magazine, or... I still have all mine. (laughs) Fucking... I don't know. You... They opened for Hailstorm once. Years later. Um... When I went to see them, at least. Um didn't make it through that concert well, but Manson. it's fine <coughs> Marilyn Manson is also a big one anyway Chris Motionless mm. is 
the epitome of hot emo guy. <laughs> At this point yeah. in time. I don't know what he looks like he's now. Goth. Hot he's, goth boy. He still looks like that. He still looks Does he really? Is he still yep. hot? Okay. Yep. Interesting. At least to me, but I've always, like, back of my brain, he'll always be hot because, like, he was my first. Besides Andy, he was like, I was like, wow. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but wow. He just, he, he, like. Did they date? No, that was the thing. Oh. Well, here's the other thing. No, but, like. Oh, is this, like, a Haley Taylor thing? Yes. Which, like, Probably. we can talk about. Because yeah. no one else is willing to have that conversation with me because everybody's afraid. <laughs> so I challenge anybody to slide into my Twitter or whatever and roast me about this. But we need to have a talk. <laughs> we need to have a talk. This is a discussion we all need to have. We need and to I have think the talk. We need to have the Taily talk. <laughs> we just, okay, it, alright. Side, side, sidecar here. Yes. Um, Ash Costello fanfiction. Yes. That's where this went. I watched Angel Eyes music video. I'm recording. What? I told River. I thought she would have told you. No. Make a sign. Make a sign. I'll make you a sign. Oh my god. I need a. I need like a, a neon sign. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm also looking into soundproofing the third room that we have up here. Final like googling how to do that so i can actually record things um that's a that's a whole other thing um anyway any hoozle so <laughs> um so yeah they never really dated but after i watched that music video in which there is i wouldn't call it a sex scene but like it's real steamy mm. and it's oh my god changed my life um was definitely part of the bisexual awakening like a big part um anywho so, I was like, I want to write an Ash Costello, Chris Motionless fanfiction. Mm-hmm. Because she did an interview with, I think it was Livewire, and she, they, like, asked her about them. And she was like, they're funny, they're weird, but they're funny. And, like, I was like, people are writing those. Oh, my God, I can do that, too. And so I think it was about, I had I used to have the notes in my phone. But I think, because it came to me in a dream. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think it was about, she. he was a ghost. But she didn't know. Like, Can I was... make it any more obvious? <laughs> <laughs> she, she used to see. She used to walk by a grave. It was like definitely a high school thing. She used to walk by the graveyard to get home from school and see this boy there. And so she'd go into the graveyard every day eventually and be like, "Hey, what's up?" And then she'd walk home and he'd never come out of the graveyard. And the reason for that is he can't. He's a ghost. She don't know that. And like, she falls in love with him. And then she used to touch him, and she's like, when she was like through him or something, and it, blah blah blah. It never got anywhere, but like that was the gist. The angst that that the like holds. Angst. Honestly, as an emo kid, would absolutely love that story, regardless of like <laughs> the fact of it being a fan fiction. Kids are fucking creative, dude. Yeah. So now, shall we venture into the Taylor conversation? Are we gonna do that right now? Yes. All right. Sudden desire. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna explain my my point of view. You can explain yours, and then we shall discuss. Yes. Sudden desire was written about Taylor York. Here is here is how this goes. Um. Honestly, didn't even this thought did not even occur to me until after I saw the lyric video for it. I'm gonna be honest with you. When I f- when the song was first released, people were already saying that it was about Taylor, and I was like, no, no. No, mm. no, like, I, at this point, I think I was in denial that they had ever, like, had a romantic relationship, because I, you know, when I was first into Paramore, I never thought they were together, because she was always with Chad, and I, I just didn't care about fanfiction that way, like, Paramore was different for me, like, I never read Paramore fanfiction, I never, like, went to that side of the fandom, I was not interested in it, because I respected everybody in that band so much, because... I loved Haley Williams so much, I was like, no, I'm not saying people who read that or write that aren't respectful, it was just my personal, like, I feel weird. Yeah. Like, cause like, I, I saw Haley Williams as like a, a, a big sister figure for a long time, so yeah. I was like, not my business, don't care. When her, like, quote unquote nudes got leaked, was like, I'm not looking at them, don't care, still to this day have never seen them, not interested. Um, 
Like, I don't know if they're real or not. I think they are, but, like, I think maybe I saw them once, but I don't remember any, like, just, it's different for me. I don't know why. Yeah. But, like, I have a tattoo of her on my arm. I feel like if it, it's just, you know, my brain just didn't, doesn't do that for that band. Every other band I will sexualize to death when I was, like, <laughs> when I was younger especially. Oh, my God. I wanted to have sex with everybody. Like, it's like I'm a 12-year-old horny girl. I don't But, like, we don't have to get into that. <laughs> kids are fucking gross um but like there's n- in the lyric video <laughs> the lyrics that correspond to okay we're gonna i'm gonna look up the lyrics here i should have had that ready i'm sorry sudden desire lyrics and there are theories all over the i'm not the, this thought is not original at all but I want to I want to share it further. And I'm not saying that this song is actually about them. I don't want to spread that. I don't want it to somehow get to Haley and her be like, no, it's fucking not. But, like, mm-hmm. this is just my theory. And I, if it's wrong, it's wrong. If it's right, it's right. I don't care either way. We're theorizing in the year 2020. Should I share this? Is this disrespectful not to share? Like, I mean... Is this, like, implying that this is real? Because, like... I'm just sharing a theory that, like, it's a, consp- I, this is my disclaimer. The theory that the internet has. Yeah. It's not my opinion. I mean, I see it, and I understand it, but it's not, yeah. like, something that I came up with. Exactly. So, the, the gist of the song is pretty much, like, a sudden, okay, <laughs> a sudden desire, like, a, a realization of, like, attraction to someone that she has previously not seen in this way. So my theory, going off of that, is because she she's a very, obviously a very faithful partner. Yeah. So when she was with Chad, or he who shall not be named, Chad <laughs> Gilbert of Newfound Glory fame, piece of shit. Anyway, um, when she was with him, for whatever reason, um, she was extremely, per- like, faithful and in love and whatever. Puppy dog eyes just for him, for some fucking reason. Um, and, you know, obviously wasn't attracted to anybody else. I mean, I'm not saying, like, she didn't see other people as, like, attractive, but, like, she didn't, she was, fa- she was faithful. She didn't have any feelings for anybody, like, no desire to have sex with anybody else, ever. My dad's upstairs, and I don't want to talk about this when he can hear me. <laughs> this is why I need to soundproof my room. Um, anyway. So, she didn't- I don't know her life. This, like, this could all just- But, like, this is just the- The feeling I understand from the song itself. You know, this yeah. is the the gathering that I have, is that she pretty much, like, didn't care- like didn't have feelings for this person before which makes sense and now she or not now but like at some point she did develop these and then the 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 lyric what is it when does it oh my god what does she say When when it pans over to him yeah just like a friend just like him okay Sticks close like a friend, that's what it is. He sticks close like a friend, just like him, just like him. And then it goes into the chorus, and it just pans over from him, Taylor York, who is producing this fucking song, Mm -hmm. to her. And then goes into the chorus. And I watched that, and oh my god, there's no fucking, like... Yeah. I'm sorry, that was intentional. (laughs) I can't, can't, like, am I a bad person for talking about this like this? Is Haley Williams gonna come for my neck? I doubt it. (laughs) Like, um, I, I mean, she's never gonna hear this, but, like, if it's not about him, fine. I will, like, if she were to look me in the eye and say, or not look me in the eye, but tweet, or whatever, and say, that's not about Taylor York, I'd be like, okay, it's not about Taylor York, moving on. I wouldn't. I wouldn't it's not push like it. I'm firmly believing this. Yes, like, but like this is what it's an internet theory. It's exactly. It's like I did this all the time with Ryan and 
Brendan, um, like, looking at old footage, and I'm like, they had to have fucked. There is romantic chemistry there. But, like, I could have been, like, off my ass, so it doesn't matter. But this, these are thoughts that I know that I share with a, quite a few people that I um, mm-hmm. want to be respectful in discussing. Um, but after this song came out, man, I don't even... The thing that First of all, really this is my favorite Petals for Armor song so far. Same. Nothing has beat it yet. Over yet is a close second, though. That shit mm-hmm. is a bop. Oh, man. Honestly, they're all different from each other, too. Yeah, they are. Like, talking about, like, chord structures and, like, rhythm and me- just theme, even. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> she just... Du- oh, I love her. So much. <laughs> anyway, um, Willow kisses Haley Williams' ass for 40 minutes. The thing that really, like, convinced me... Like, I didn't connect it with the song when the song came out, and I didn't, like... Pro- I didn't process it. Mm-hmm. Even when, like, the lyric video came out, I was just like, oh, it's, it's Taylor. <laughs> That's funny. When I was watching the Good Die Young interview, however, <laughs> oh, shit. Is what really, I was like, interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. when I started listening. Yep. I watched that Q&A, and... The, okay, so for those of you who haven't watched the Q&A, those of you who don't even know what we're talking about, um, there was a Good Die Young Q&A. And one of the questions asked by a third party, <laughs> it was a Twitter question, is sudden desire about Brian? And then Haley responds with, you just saw me go ghost white. Her face literally drops. Like, you see her get so nervous. Because she can't lie. Because she cannot lie. And she was but why? Was but why would she be so fearful of us asking about that song? Because we know who the person is. Yeah. Because it... Miss Ma'am. <laughs> I love you with my whole heart. Why did you keep that in the video? Why? Who else would it have been? Like, another famous person? Who else would we have theorized? Who else would she have written that about? Just out of curiosity. If anyone would know, it would be me. (laughs) Fair. And I don't know who else it could have been. I'm sure she had lots of... I mean, actually, no, I'm not. Because Haley Williams is brought up very... Like, fairly conservatively, I'd say. In Tennessee. Like, she's not... She's never been the type of person to, like... Hook up with people. I don't... You know? You know what I mean? I don't know about now, but, like, growing up. She was, like, 18 when she met Chad. She didn't have anybody. Like, this is not Willow snoops into Haley Williams' life for 20 minutes. This is, like, (laughs) embarrassing how much I have, like, thought about this. It doesn't matter. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. She's an adult woman. Facts. But I looked up to her so much growing up that I, like, just you know, lived vicariously through her. I was like, oh my god, she's so pretty. You feel like you have a personal connection to her. Yeah, and I don't. (laughs) That's the, that's the part that I, like, I do understand. I absolutely, like, don't want to be intrusive or anything like that, but I, I had a lot of time to myself. I would just, I didn't have friends, so I thought about this a lot. Mm, It ruminates. Mm. (laughs) I write stories for people I don't know. I fantasize way too much. Welcome. Full circle to the origins of fanfiction. Literally. But I never wrote it. But, like, okay, anyway. People would write about Taylor and Haley and, like... I gotta know. I gotta know what happened outside his house. (laughs) I don't. It's not my business. But, oh, my God, please. (laughs) I'm 20 years old. And, I mean, that song, like, hits, like, somewhere else, too. So, (laughs) like... Anyway, stream pedals for armor. <laughs> um, what are we at? Almost 45 minutes. That's pretty good. Um, is that, like, too much? Do I know? Wait, like, I'm, like, question. Oh, man, I've been in quarantine too long. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. I don't want people to think I'm psychotic. You're not psychotic. <laughs> We've had, we all have had way too much time on our hands lately, so it's, like, not, not like, ridiculous. I didn't have friends in, like, fourth to seventh grade, so. <laughs> like, until I met Sianna, I didn't have any real friends. You know what I would do? I would go on the internet and fucking 
Google Haley Williams facts and watch Paramore videos, and that was it. <laughs> Paramore were my friends growing up. Except mine was Andy Beers. But I never, like, went into the fanfiction thing until, like, like, with, I've still never read Taylor fanfiction, so I don't know anything about it. But that song, man. Song Taylor hits fanfiction. something else. That, like, you know, it just gives me that kind of, like, little fangirl feeling of, like, what if, like, yeah. it's not my business, but, like, what if they fucked? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's years later, I feel like we've all grown up together at this point. Like, Haley Williams and Paramore's, like, fans have been relatively the same age as she was. Like, I'm I'm ten years younger, so I don't count, but, like, the older Paramore fans. Paramore fans are relatively old fans. Like, not saying, like, old people, but, like, older. <laughs> yeah. Same thing with, like, Panic and everything else. But, I rest my case. I digress. Anyway. <laughs> so we have talked about the fanfictions that we've written. Mm. What about the ones that we read? <laughs> oh, yes. Heart Rate of a Mouse by Should we also speak of Anna Green? how we got to this conversation? <laughs> what? Remember how we got to this conversation? No. What happened? Tumblr fanfiction. Oh. Oh! (laughs) Fan fiction can be bad sometimes, too. (laughs) I know we just spent almost an hour praising it and its benefits of the young mind, but it can also be really bad. Like, really bad. Yeah. I was sent an ungodly link earlier today (laughs) by Haley. After she had found it on this hell site called Tumblr. Now, I don't, I don't peruse Tumblr much anymore. I don't, I don't go on there. I don't trust it ever since they banned porn. Oh, I have folded pages in this book. I'm sure they're all gay sex scenes that I would. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Either that or they're like really soft scenes that I liked or there was a quote in there that I wanted to quote for an edit that I never got around to. I'm sure some of these are underlined, too. I will I will make that another podcast, I think. Um, and all credit goes to Anna Green, uh, author of these. She's fucking incredible. Dude, if you can somehow get your hand on these physical copies, definitely do. It's crazy. These were a Christmas present, I believe. A birthday present? I don't remember. Anyway. Sometimes fanfiction can be bad. Haley sent me a link to a one-shot fanfiction entitled Temptation featuring Buffy and Faith of Joss Whedon universe fame. Now, um, I'm down for a Buffy fanfiction every now and then. You know, a one-shot of them making out, being gay, cute stuff, whatever. Totally cool. Oh yeah, stuff that, like, they couldn't write because it was, like, the 90s and people weren't comfortable with one gay couple on the show, let alone having two. Um, Joss Whedon is biphobic, we all know this. Like, it's just, it, it's a thing, it's fine. Um, but, this was not a cute anything of any kind. The, now, wait, can I interject with what the description was? Please do. The description of it was, Faith, like, opens her door to find that there's, like, Mormon girls outside, and she finds one of them particularly cute. I thought this was good. First of all, I laughed at it, and I was like, that's ridiculous. And I was like, wait. I thought it was going to be something like, like, very bad girl, good girl type thing, where Mm -hmm. she's like, Mormons, I'm just going to make fun of them. And then she realizes one is cute, and she's like, oh. I don't want to hurt her feelings, blah, blah, blah. And it's going to go be cutesy, whatever. It was not cutesy, let me tell you. (laughs) Uh, So we're going to, we're going to leave it there. We're not going to talk about it because it's weird and I hated it. Because I, I read it. It was just gratuitous amounts of sex when nothing was tagged, which like, Whatever. But it was aggressive and um, violent, almost, kinda. Yeah. Well, I, I kinda anyway. hated it, so we're moving on. 
What do you mean? Like, fanfiction-wise. Fanfiction-wise? I read... Like, I'm scrolling through my... What'd you say? Scrolling through my old Wattpad library, it's very much just the same thing over and over and over again. I really liked Angst. Um, when I started reading Shameless fanfiction, though, <laughs> was when I really was, re- I was 15, um, Shameless was all the rage. No, I was not 15. 16? 17? I don't know. No. 16. I'd say 2015 is a good year for Shameless-ish. 2016? I want to say 16. Season 6 mm-hmm. maybe had just come out. And that's when I, like, started watching it. I want to say 16. 16 into 17? Don't know. Check that for me. I, I have no idea. I'd go back on my Finsta and see when I was talking about Shameless. Anyway. <laughs> um, I loved the... I got super into Shameless fandom on Twitter. Um, I mean, no one really talked to me, but I would, like, you know, look on pages and be, like, reading theories and stuff. And I got super into Ian and Mickey. <laughs> And people were always talking about Tip Dig. That's how they would abbreviate it. They never, like, put in the full name of the fanfiction. So I was looking left, like, looking on Tumblr for it. I was looking on fucking, like, every single fanfic site. And it was ended up being on AO3. And it was the increasingly poor decisions of Ian Gallagher. Now, this is an AU where Mickey is in, like, the Ukrainian mob or something, and Ian is the boy toy of the month for the mob boss. What the fuck? And I loved it. (laughs) I loved it. It was slow burn. It was angsty. I was super into it. Could not tell you why. It was well written. That's probably why. Did you ever have like a like, a specific trope that you would just, like, search out to read regardless of fandom? Slow burn. Fair. Yeah. Like, I just, I wanted it to be long and take, like, I read so many Galvich fanfictions that, like, I was so angsty. Because, <laughs> like, or, like, I don't know, I had a thing for, like, non-reciprocating <laughs> feelings. Like, one person is, right. like, pining. For someone. Mm. That's so fucking unhealthy. That says a lot about me. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's okay. I'm just lonely. All I do is pine. I was very much into the, um, well, alright, we'll get, well, we're about to get real cringy here. The oh, yeah. very beginning, 13, I really liked the Every bandom has the adopted by category. Yeah. I liked, I liked that a lot. Really? Like a lot. Yep. Read them all the time. Um, but I never liked the self-insert ones. I liked it when it was a random character that vaguely sounded like me because it was every emo kid ever. Mm, yeah. I read a lot um, of that, too. And then as I grew up, it moved to I couldn't, I didn't have the attention span for long stories. So I, I, like, there's a lot of imagines in here. There's a lot of, like, one-shots. Like, I collect, like, collections of one-shots. I couldn't deal with, like, the, like, reading a book mm. forever. Yeah, no, when I got older, I could then, not read, read the long ones anymore. The only ones that I could really, like, go for reading a book of was, like, the Pretty, Pretty Little Liars ones I always loved. Because they, there was so much plot to take and move and whatever, like, the, the books were always full of stuff. But, like... When I used to read about real people, like a creep, it was always like, like there was there wasn't enough to go off of, so it was the same thing over and over and over again, and I hated them. Mm. So like a lot of my like, like freshman, sophomore, high school ones are like one shots. Mm. I mean, there were a lot of, I read a lot of Once Upon a Time one shots mm-hmm. when I was like extra horny, um, because like the Captain Hook character was super sexual, first of all. And also, he was hot as hell. And I was, again, lonely, horny, you know, as a fucking teenager, needed it. So, I found a lot of those on fucking Tumblr. They were great. (laughs) I loved them. Well, okay. What was one, was there ever one 
like fandom that you had that you n- didn't bother with fans like besides Paramore. Besides Paramore, um, yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine never touched it. Um, which like I feel like I would, cause like mm. I so I love Jake and Amy so much. Anyway, um, never really got into Buffy fan fiction, mm. which is surprising for me. I feel like I read them like way after the fact, like yeah. recently. Like, I just, uh, out of curiosity. But I never read them while I was watching Buffy. I more was into the edits on mm-hmm. on Instagram. Like, just the Ish. fucking fan cams. I love those. I don't know why. Um, but I... I, I don't know. I read... I think most of my fanfic days happened for bands when that was acceptable. Mm. When I was fucking 12. Those were, that was, like, the peak. And then I just kind of went went down from there. I didn't really read much after that. I do have a few Mickey and Ian ones saved still that I read a while ago. Like, as bookmarks. Don't know why. Um. (laughs) I have... See, like, as into, Hmm? like, Harry Potter and Divergent and, like, like, when I got really into books... Like, also, 7th grade was the same time that I got really into fanfiction. Mm-hmm. But I could never read fanfiction about book characters. Because it felt wrong having them in a book that wasn't theirs. Yeah. No, I understand that. Like, like I never read Divergent fanfiction. That was a huge part of me. Um, and, like, even... Like, One Direction fanfiction? Not my thing. Never did it. Nope. Like I never had a One Direction phase that. until, like, way after. Like, I now listen to their songs, but, like, I never really did. So. I remember going to the concert and, like, talking to people. They're like, have you read this? Have you read that? Like, all the popular Yeah, everybody was talking about it, and they would always, like, read the big ones, and, like, everybody really liked them, and I was like, I cannot relate to this at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I read some Gilmore Girls fan fiction, some, some Jess and Rory fan fiction. Really enjoyed some of that. Um, yeah, movie fan fiction was not my thing. Book fan fiction wasn't really my thing either. Um, never read any Twilight fan fiction, which surprises the hell out of me. Never read any Harry Potter fan fiction. Um, I don't know. That was just, you know what, it was expanded enough for me. I think I was yeah. happy enough with it that I didn't need... I'd, again, if you want to read that, that's on you. I don't... I just... It never appealed to me. I think my my... Fan fiction is more problematic than that, so. Don't read, a, don't write about real people, it's creepy. I feel, I feel like it's creepy. Like, when you're 12 and you have nothing else to do, I get it, but, like, if you're, like, a grown-ass person and you're going beyond just theorizing things, like, you can theorize all you want, but don't, like, write a scenario in which that's, like, it's just, I mean, or if you do, I wouldn't recommend publishing it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, keep it to yourself and your friends. Or at least if you do publish it, don't tweet it at them. Don't, don't yeah, make, that's the, the, don't, that's the line. It. Like, don't I share it with them. I that once. Don't do that. Don't be me. That's why Brendan Urie uh, knows what I the milk fic 13, is. but don't be me. Like, Brendan Urie has read the milk fic. <laughs> that's where we are with technology and social media. And I hate it. <laughs> um, because I feel horrible. But at the same time... Freedom of speech? I don't know. Can you use someone's likeness? And, like, I don't know. It's a it's a very blurry line to cross. Um, anyway. <laughs> I feel like we're, um, we're walking the line of, like, commentary right now. Yep. Curtis Connor who? I'm just kidding. Um. Did something just get cancelled that we were did talking about? PSA? Huh? What? Did something just get you canceled? Said Curtis might move. No, I feel like someone just oh, announced Paris. it. Oh yeah, Paris's album. Paris's album got delayed to July, um, and that's where we're ending. Which is so far away. Shut. Well, at least we'll be out of quarantine. <laughs> we will be. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. So I think I'm gonna end it here. Because I think we we yep. ran ourselves into the ground talking about fan fictions. Um, but we made it to, like, literally an hour, which is cool. Um, thank you guys for listening. I will pull up my patrons. 
with the same amount of trouble that I always have pulling up my patrons. <laughs> While she does that, follow me on Twitter at Haley underscore J108. I don't want this tutorial. Okay, so we got Amanda Satterfield, Haley Park, Holly Rapkin, Max, Kat, Caitlin St. Louis, Lex Henderson, Mary Cabral, Molly, Shelby Church, Sophia, Tina, and my mom. Thank you guys all very, very much. I appreciate each and every one of you. I could do that you. You know how stupid I sound every fucking time I do this. Follow Haley on Twitter and Instagram at Haley underscore J108. Follow me. Oh, wait. H-A-I-L-E-Y. H-A-I-L-E-Y. All her handles will be in my description, as will mine. Um, poetry collection coming out, hopefully, within the next few months. Um, so thank you guys for listening. I will see you, hear you next week. Thanks, bye.